The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When we experience loss or grief, our soul seeks answers to the questions, How will I respond? What do I do now? Welcome to A Light for the Soul That Weeps with your host, Dayton Ann Williams. You are beginning a journey of understanding how choosing your thoughts inspires your feelings and transforms your life. To guide you, here is Dayton Ann Williams. Welcome. I appreciate you joining this evening as I have a very special guest who will share with us about an amazing program that is supported 100% by volunteers and over 98% of funds raised goes directly to support our wounded Marines and corpsmen. This program is both near and dear to my heart and it was the first organization that I contributed to in memory of my son and which I continue to support. And we will begin this evening with an introduction from our guest and learn more about the Marine Corps League and their connection to the Marines Helping Marines program. And please join me in welcoming Tony Begenwald, East Coast Director of the Marines Helping Marines Foundation. Tony, welcome. Hello, Dayton. I'm glad to be with you tonight. Oh, Tony, it's a privilege to have you join us this evening and share about the Marines Helping Marines program and and how we can make a difference and support our wounded warriors. And if you would, um, please begin by sharing a little about yourself and your journey. Well, let's see. What can I tell you? I'm a 79-year-old uh, Marine. Uh-huh. Uh, I was born and raised in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And uh, immediately after high school, two weeks I think it was, I joined the Marine Corps because there was no really no work available for us at the time. Mm. And uh, went through Paris. I had no idea what I was getting into at Paris Island. <laughs> Absolutely none, and that was quite the shock. <laughs> and I'll say this: if I had to do it over, I would, but I um. don't want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. It's, it's a good good program, though. But then after after my I was on a special program at that time. It was two years active duty and then six years reserves and. Uh, the Corps was trying to build up its level because this was right after Korea finished finished up fighting. Mm-hmm. And after my two-year term, I went to Penn State. Go Lions! <laughs> <laughs> and 
uh, where I got a be graduated with an electrical engineering degree. And after that, after graduating, I went down to Baltimore, took a job with a company called Bendix Field Engineering. And it is like it sounds. It's a field, we worked on field operations. And they had a contract with NASA on its manned spaceflight program, Project Mercury. And uh, our contract was to write and develop some equipment for around the world and install and maintain it. Well, I didn't go anywhere I, to, for that part of it. I was assigned a, a junior tech writer, and they, they, I, I was a little confused when I got there to get the job. I says, they asked me, where did they say you were going to work? And I says, they just mentioned Project Mercury. And he said, well, we got one opening on Project Mercury at the junior tech writer. I says, I'll take it. <laughs> now, what the hell is a junior tech writer? <laughs> that was that was okay. It turned out very well as a long run because I, I spent thirty five years with that on that program, various several programs, but all supporting NASA and manned space flight program. Wow. So I consider myself a pioneer, even on the space program type thing. Oh wow! And that, is, that was that was good. Oh, that's an amazing journey, Tony. That's amazing. Well. <laughs> The Marines Helping Marines program is supported by the Marine Corps League. And please share with us some of the history of the Marine Corps League and its mission today. Okay, well, the Marine Corps League is is an organization that is consists of about, oh, I'd say about 65,000 uh, members. And it was formed actually by the uh, one of the World War One heroes, Major General John A. Lejeune. Oh wow. Lejeune, I guess we have to call it now. Mm. And he that was he founded it in nineteen twenty three. And so it got around to nineteen thirty seven. It was actually we were actually uh approved by uh, 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 I don't know how we say this we got a federal charter as we uh, we were approved by a, a uh, an act of congress in 1937 mm. mm-hmm. and uh since the days we enjoyed you know we we support all kind of active and reserve establishments in in, in the marine corps are anybody any marine that has had an honorable discharge whether he's on active duty retired or discharged or in the reserves, and the Navy's FMF Fleet Marine Force uh, cor- uh, corpsmen are eligible to join okay. Marine Corps League. And we okay. also have another category called associate members. Uh, that's where we can have our Army buddies that are really closet Marine wannabes, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Okay, thank you. And, and Tony, please please tell us about your involvement in the Marine Corps League. Well, I joined the Marine Corps League in um, let's see, nineteen ninety nine, and uh, I went through all the chairs in the Marine Corps. I was a chaplain, the, the junior vice, senior vice, and even commandant of our detachments. Mm-hmm. And 
the, now each, uh, I should mention this, about the Marine Corps League is broken up in about four categories. We have our detachments, which is our local units. We mm-hmm. have over, over 1,100 of them, I guess. Mm. And each each state collects all the detachments in its in its state, and that is called the department. Mm-hmm. And then we break the country up into, I think it's nine divisions, as we call them. So we have, and then we have the national. So that's the four categories. Okay. Uh, at the current time, I'm also the chaplain for the Department of Maryland, and I have been for a number of years, and I want to continue it. Oh, so. okay, okay. That's a wonderful contribution. So, if we wanted to learn more about the Marine Corps League and get some more information, where would we go to get that information? Okay. Well, we have a website, and it's mcleague. Dot org. Okay. And okay. that'll get you to the national national uh, web site, and there's several columns on each side with information that can be can, can be brought up. Oh, wonderful! Okay, so you can learn you can get information about the different detachments across yeah, the United States. Yeah, if you States. want a detachment close to your area, there is a there is a block that says look, I think it's titled "Looking for a Detachment." So. <laughs> Okay. Makes it real easy. Good deal. Yes. Okay. Well, Tony, there is something very special about the Marine Corps League preamble, and it is closely connected to the Marines Helping Marines program. Please share about that for us. Yes. In the uh, preamble of the Marine Corps League, we have a, there was a statement that, that leads to says one of our objectives in the preamble says to protect and advance the welfare of the wounded and disabled marines in their de- and their dependents now that that is exactly what we do on the marines helping marines program mm-hmm. now, of course that preamble was created long ago long before the marines helping marines program was even thought about mm-hmm. so that's that's a good link to the program and what we're doing in the Marine Corps League, the Marine Corps program is actually it's a, it's it's a, it's a, one of the uh, subdivisions, I guess you want to call it, of the Marine Corps League, because Marine Corps League has uh, they have a couple other areas where they get involved with. Uh, they have the Marines Youth Physical Fitness programs. They have the Young Marines. They have a scholarship program, and they have the Marine Corps League Foundation, which they do different functions. Okay. But all helping Marines of some some shape or form or another. Wonderful. Okay, Tony, thank you so much. The time to take a short break is approaching. Okay. And when we return, we will learn about the Marines Helping Marines program and how it makes a difference in the lives of Marines who have volunteered to go in harm's way to support and defend America. And you may learn more about the Marines Helping Marines program through their website, www.marineshelpingmarines.org, or you may access the link Marines Helping Marines that is located on the right-hand side 
of my host page. And this is Dayton Ann Williams with my guest, Tony Begenwald, East Coast Director of the Marines Helping Marines Foundation. And you are listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please stay tuned. This is the home of the top light coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Prime Purpose Coaching will assist you in creating a path to freedom through answering the questions of your soul. How do I move through the pain of loss or grief? How do I move forward and create an abundant life for me? At Prime Purpose Coaching, we have made this journey ourselves, and it would be our privilege to guide you. To learn more, please visit www.primepurposecoaching.com. We look forward to walking with you on your journey to healing. Tune in to Embrace Your Inner Self and Empower Yourself with host Sangeeta Patel. This is the show you've been waiting for. It's about moving forward with relationships, money, emotional healing, and meditation. How do you remove energy blockages from your body? You'll learn about this as well as exploring how the yin and yang works to balance your life. Sangeeta and her guests are here to discuss your personal blueprint to a better life. Listen Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps with your host, Dayton Ann Williams. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dayton at PrimePurposeCoaching.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. And before the break... And Tony related details of the Marine Corps League and why their preamble is closely connected with the Marines Helping Marines program. And in this segment, Tony will share with us about the Marines Helping Marines program and the service and support that it provides to our wounded Marines and Corpsmen. So, Tony, let's begin with when was the Marines Helping Marines program established? Well, the Marines Helping Marines program uh, was really, really started back in, uh, I guess, February of uh, 2003. You know, we had just gone into Iraq and getting some uh, uh, wounded people in our fighting over there. 
And our, our Department of Maryland Commandant, Ron Short, who also was the creator of the, of the Marines of Marines program, he got a call from a, a Lieutenant Colonel down in Jacksonville, Florida, by saying, was, was said that, uh, hey, one of my guys here was wounded and he'll be coming up to Bethesda Hospital up here in Maryland. And would would any of you guys or your Marine Corps League guys just go over and see how he's doing and whatnot? And Ron said, sure. And he got, he got a couple guys, and they all went to, they had the, he and the chaplain, uh, another detachment commandant, and, and actually two uniformed Marines from the 4th, uh, I think it was 4th Engineering Battalion in Baltimore. Went to, went to Bethesda and saw all this thing, and they became they, they brought a few goodie bags with them, and and it really became apparent that this is going to be repeated over and over again, mm. and that these guys and these people are going to need some help, mm. and that's what spurred the 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 reason to call the uh, Marine Corps uh, Marines Helping Marines program. Mm. Oh. He, Ron, at the time, once he got the program set up, he, he said all every chaplain in each detachment would be the representative for this program. Oh. But he only had a couple of, he, he did had one or two people that would come on a regular basis. And mm-hmm. I was a chaplain at the time, so that's how I got in, in, into the program. And I became one of the, I don't know, what do you want to call us, co-leaders or co-contacts. For the mm-hmm. visit to the hospital, and at Bethesda Hospital. Uh, today, that hospital is now called the Walter Reed National Military Medical Center because they combine, they close Walter Reed and and forward a bunch of those activities up into Bethesda. Okay. But it's the same hospital. Okay. Okay. And I, right. I, it's been Bethesda to me so long, it just automatically pops out of my mouth. <laughs> I understand. I so we started the program. We were making uh, two weeks, two visits a week to the wounded guys over there. And it didn't take long for that, that place to fill up with wounded people, oh. wounded guys. And and uh, these these kids, well, kids, they're, they got there sit, sitting there without any arms or legs and all blown up. But that's... In the in the seventies, like I was, they were kids to me. I have grandkids that are older than these guys oh. that are shot up. Yeah. So they they in there and they had their families coming in, and we tried to provide them with the uh, what we thought they could use to make their life a little more simpler for them. And you know, you toilet with the the although the hospital would provide some basic stuff. They were not really geared for the influx that they had. Mm, mm. So we, we we provided anything we could. We you know, we provide personal comfort items like the toiletries and toothbrushes and and it might be, it might seem strange but uh we had to get special special uh, uh what do you call them, the ticks that you can clean your teeth with. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And with one handed they had to be one-handed because some guys don't have another hand. They can't use the cord right. in two hands. Right. And little things like that come up. And, but we also 
provided more substantial stuff. We we helped the families with the uh, taxi vouchers. This is early on in the program. Uh, we provided we got restaurant vouchers and food cards and phone cards and some limited finances because we, we don't have much. We, we our funds are always way low. Unlike the Wounded Warrior Project, who have a zillion dollars in my mind in their budgets, we don't have that. Mm-hmm. But then we don't advertise like they do either. Mm-hmm. But we provide 98% of what we get goes to them. And that's when the warriors can't say that. I don't think they can say they get give 30%. So yeah. anyhow, I, shouldn't, I really shouldn't get into that field. But we've also provided, as uh, as they start getting a little more uh, walking around and able to leave the hospital for visits and whatnot, we provided tickets for the Oriole baseball season. Uh, I, I personally, I'm a season ticket holder for the Orioles, uh, but I can't go to 82 ball games. It's, it's <laughs> a little impossible. So I have been contributing approximately 60 games of uh, sets of four tickets for each game to oh, them wow. and they use them so that's that mm-hmm. we have provided in the past we've provided CDs DVDs uh, a couple of television sets I can recall what else have we done oh provided them quite a few uh, black duffel bags big tall mm-hmm. ones about mm-hmm. you know, 42 inches high and 18 inches diameter because when they got shot up, they came back here with just the clothes on their back. Right. And luckily, some of the guys, their they're their belongings followed them, got in there to them, but most of them, their belongings never 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 got to them. So we oh. had to provide duffel bags for them so that when they get out and leave the hospital, they got something to put it in. Oh, okay, okay. And same thing, we've, I can remember providing a couple uh, regular suitcases for some of the families because of the, their, their equipment was damaged or too small, and we handled that. Well, Tony, um, you, you, you've said this a lot, of that you provide support to the families, and I think that's amazing. Why is that so important uh, to Marines, helping Marines? Well... Like we say, what do Marines do? We help our buddies, mm. and that that kind of ties into the, the the statement that's in the preamble. Mm-hmm. And uh, to help the families, mm-hmm. well, there's a couple incidences there that we can I can touch on for a moment here. Uh, sometimes the guys families. Can't can't take it, and, and and you know, and we'll one or two cases that I know of actually left and divorced their wounded guys, mm. and so and to help to stop the families from feeling that way, and tell them and show them that there is support, people who help them. We we do help the families a lot. Oh wow! And. Uh, I know one one sergeant. He was he, he got blinded in his right eye. He lost his right eye, and uh, his wife 
divorced him, so he he took his wedding ring and had a special eyeball made for his right eye with the diamonds from his wedding ring inserted oh. around that uh, eyeball around the legal globe and anchor. Oh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that was funny. And it, this guy was really funny, but he and, but he was a he was a staff sergeant. He was a older guy, so <laughs> sounds like he had a uh, a great attitude. Uh typical uh, marine move on attitude. Well, we, uh, you know, I, 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 I stayed close to the family as much as I could. Mm-hmm. In fact, there was one instance that I actually saw one of the, one of the Marines' child for the first, before he saw it for the first time because the baby was born the same day he was wounded. Oh, wow. And he, he was severely wounded, and they, they weren't even sure he was going to make it, but he did. And I went down and watched what that happened, and it, it was that. That really makes it. Hey, all this you're doing is really worthwhile when you see that type of stuff. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and just Tony. recently, the family item, uh, we got a call from the hospital. Is, is better equipped now to handle uh, the Marines and their small families. Uh, actually, in the same like uh, uh, they have building sixty two over there. Um, I forget the actual real name of the building, but they built apartment-like complexes for the for the families. And we got a call. One guy said, "Hey, we're moving off-site. We bought a house, but we need some help moving our stuff." So yeah, we mm-hmm. called over and did it for him. Oh, oh wow! And Tony, we're we're. Going into break soon, but I wanted to ask you one more thing. Um, I know that there are medical centers across the United States that are supported by Marines Helping Marines program. Can you tell us their names and where they're located? Oh yes, we uh, we're well. I should continue the the Marine Corps League. I mean, sorry, the Marine Corps, the Marines Helping Marines program was finalized. Into, into a formal 501c3 full-fledged charity of all organization. And we're, we're supported. We went national on that. And we have we have programs that do things really similar to what I do over at Bethesda at the Brooks Army Hospital in San Antonio, uh, at the uh, Naval Medical Center in San Diego, California, and, of course, here at Walter Reed, of course, and then the uh, wounded warrior regiments at Camp Lejeune and Camp Pendleton. They, okay. These are areas that we support, and we have activities going on, those things. Okay, wonderful. Tony, thank you. The time to take a short break is approaching, and when we return, Tony will share some stories about the Marines Helping Marines program and how it makes a difference in the lives of the Marines who have volunteered to go in harm's way to support and defend America. And you may learn more about the Marines Helping Marines program through their website, www.marineshelpingmarines.org, or you may access the link Marines Helping Marines 
that is located on my host page. It's on the right-hand side. This is Dayton Ann Williams with my guest, Tony Begenwald, East Coast Director of the Marines Helping Marines Foundation. And you are listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please stay tuned. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com If you're looking for tips for personal success, look no further than DJ and the Bear, keeping you at the top of your game with your hosts, leadership and personal effectiveness consultant, Deetta Jones and Richard Dent, formerly of the champion Chicago Bears. Together as a husband and wife team, they've raised a family, owned two successful businesses, led major philanthropic initiatives through their foundation, and lived the ultimate lifestyle. Find out their secrets. Listen every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Prime Purpose Coaching will assist you in creating a path to freedom through answering the questions of your soul. How do I move through the pain of loss or grief? How do I move forward and create an abundant life for me? At Prime Purpose Coaching, we have made this journey ourselves, and it would be our privilege to guide you. To learn more, please visit www.primepurposecoaching.com. We look forward to walking with you on your journey to healing. Tune in every week for the Wellness Lounge, a step further with host Desiree Watson. Our program empowers you to incorporate a wellness lifestyle into your life, supported by a diverse selection of guests, including physicians, athletes, and education and government professionals. While helping you realize the connection between mind, body, and spirit, you'll achieve a personal edge in injury avoidance, stress management, and personal development. The Wellness Lounge, a step further, airs Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment, and Saturdays at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps with your host, Dayton Ann Williams. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Nine one four one. You may also send an email to Dayton at PrimePurposeCoaching.com. Now, back to the program. Oh, welcome back. Um, before the break, uh, Tony related details of this amazing program, Marines Helping Marines. And in this segment, Tony's going to share with us some stories and examples of how the Marines Helping Marines program supports our wounded Marines and corpsmen. Tony, the support that Marines Helping Marines provides is truly exceptional. And please share some stories with us. Well, like I said, when we were supporting the guys at the hospital in the the actual... uh, 
you know, surgical portion, surgical covering portion of the hospital itself, there was a whole series of guys that would belong to, and they were getting to be outpatient categories and didn't quite need that type of support, but we wanted to do something for them. And about 10 years ago, the, the uh, hospital chaplain, remember him, this big guy, Willie Williams was his name, I'll never forget his name. He could have played linebacker for the Redskins any day. <laughs> he asked me if there's anything that we could do specifically for those guys up on the seventh floor of the hospital, which happened to be the PTSD and uh, TBI patients up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was pretty much a lockdown type of position uh, facility there because. I did not allow any of my people to go up there because I didn't want to know, didn't want anybody setting somebody off with it has PTSD, and it, you know, it, it possibly so. We stayed away from there. I said, sure, we can put together about a picnic. He said, that's a great idea. So we started. We had a picnic out at the uh, picnic grounds of the hospital. Unfortunately for that, we had two of them, but they were turned out good. And we were successful. We had lots of people over there, and and the, what the chapter's intent was to get these guys together and talk and talk to outside people and you know to mm-hmm. get it off their mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we did that, and the first one we had we had uh, quite a few of the active duty uh, Marine liaison people gave talk, one or two of those, and even the commandant, our commandant, executive director, Mike Bloom. He got up and he talked about, he says, I still have, I don't know if you want to call it PTSD or not, but I still have some flashbacks from mm-hmm. Vietnam. So mm-hmm. it, it turned out real good. Well, that, that those two, the, the problem was that where we held the picnic was way on the other end of the side of the hospital, and not that many guys could come. Mm. So we found that we happened to go over to one of the buildings right across the street from the hospital, Building 50. I happened to go over there to see somebody that was in his room was over there. And I looked out the back, and they had a little patio back there. I went out there. I said, hell, we can do the cookouts here. <laughs> so there we moved it over. So that's that's how we started our lunchtime cookouts, where we cooked <laughs> steaks, hot dogs, hamburgers, chicken, Beans, all the salads, the whole fruits, desserts, everything. Oh my! And all the all the fixings, and that thing has turned into a an outstanding event, and we've been doing that, well, I guess ten years now. Oh wow! And uh, we did for a few years. It was about seven years, six years, I guess, over at Building Fifty. And then we moved it from there to a patio up there, building 62, which is the best place because it's right where the guys live, and they have no excuse to say it's too far to come. <laughs> it, it turns out real good. It is well, well, well uh, responded to. We've had we've had guest uh, uh, speakers come out. We've had uh, singers come out. We've had a a, a high school. No, elementary school, steel drum band from West Virginia came over, and uh, they played. We had the uh, Montgomery County uh, Volunteer Fire Department uh, 
uh, marching band, which was bagpipe music for the most part. Mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. they performed about three times now, and uh, it, it, it's good. We had we had a couple of the Redskin, Washington Redskin Hoggets, if people can remember what they were. <laughs> <laughs> they, they unfortunately went out of business, and I don't know why, but that's, that's beside the point. We had a couple of them over, and it, it was it's really it was really a truly a good eye good good event. It got mm-hmm. the guys uh, get a lot of things off their mind that way. Sure, Another sure. feature we've been doing pretty good for the last. I guess this is our seventh year. We take a group of guys to a bass fishing, uh, a rockfish fishing tournament. On the mm-hmm. first two years we did it up in New York, like Hopticon up there, and. But ever since then, we've been doing at the north end of uh, the Chesapeake Bay here in Maryland. Oh, wow. That kind of fishing. And it's a Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday night, mm-hmm. we go up there and check in. We go to, there's a casino about 10 miles away from there that has invited the entire group to their casino for dinner on them. And then they proceed to give everybody their little card with $20 credit to go out and lose more money on their machines. <laughs> Every Marine got those cards except two because they were not 21 years old. Oh, okay. Didn't have any legs, either one of them. They had both legs were amputated, but they weren't oh, 21, so they couldn't do it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, to make my up goodness. For it, they, took, they took these two guys up to their security area to show them how they watch for cheaters up there. And those guys, they said they had a wonderful time up there. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Uh, Tony, we're going to be going into break soon, but there's there's some of the question I really want to ask. There is something very special uh, about how the Marines Helping Marines program utilizes volunteers. Would you please tell us about that real quick? Well, like I said, Everybody is a volunteer. We have absolutely no paid people at all working on the thing. Uh, they come out and they help prepare things. They help cook. The, the big, one of the biggest volunteers we have is he volunteers. It's the owner of the Texas Roadhouse here in Bowie. He donates for the last two years all the meats, everything oh, wow. on the meats. Wow. That's about $500 worth of stuff. And wow! So, and some of his people, workers, will come out and help serve. Uh, they mm-hmm. will talk to the troops, um, and some of these some of these kids that come over, uh, I have to say it like it is. There's, there's some eye candy for the Marines. <laughs> some of these kids. Oh yeah. Look yeah. At them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tony. Thank you. We're we're about ready to go into a short break, and um, when we get back, we're going to uh, learn more about how we can contribute to the Marines Helping Marines program. This okay. is Dayton Ann Williams, and my guest Tony Beganwald, East Coast Director of the Marines Helping Marines Foundation, and you are listening to a light for the soul that weeps on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please stay tuned. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Now on Voice America. The road you travel in life is never a straight line. It's more like running around in circles, which is not a problem when you make Richard Flint a part of your world. When you're standing next to Richard, you begin to see a lot less confusion and a whole lot more clarity. Things just start falling into place. Every Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The power to be with Richard Flint. Join us and more power to you. Prime Purpose Coaching will assist you in creating a path to freedom through answering the questions of your soul. How do I move through the pain of loss or grief? How do I move forward and create an abundant life for me? At Prime Purpose Coaching, we have made this journey ourselves, and it would be our privilege to guide you. To learn more, please visit www.primepurposecoaching.com. We look forward to walking with you on your journey to healing. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps with your host, Dayton Ann Williams. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dayton at PrimePurposeCoaching.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. And before our break, Tony was sharing with us some wonderful stories and examples of how the Marines Helping Marines program has benefited our wounded Marines and corpsmen. And in this last segment of our time together this evening, Tony will share with us how we can contribute to this amazing program and support our wounded Marines and corpsmen who have bravely gone into harm's way to support and defend America. And Tony, before we get started in that, I wanted to ask you, you know, your dedication to this program is clearly outstanding. And please share how others have recognized your contribution to Marines Helping Marines. Well, I guess uh, I guess I can say uh, recognition in the form of uh, awards and whatnot. The in the Marine Corps League, uh, each we have a Marine of the Year uh, uh, medal and war award for each for the detachment level, the department level, the district level, and of course the national. I have been fortunate enough to receive that award for the for three all three out of the four, the detachment department and district. That's a very nice nice honor. Oh but yes, the, absolutely. In the uh, marine, and then finally from the national level, although 
uh, the people that got it over me uh, were all deserved. Uh, I was award, uh, awarded two consecutive years. It's the second. It's the highest medal that the uh, Marine Corps League can put. It, it distinguishes and gold medal well, award, and uh, that's 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 pretty damn good to me. Oh, and outside organizations, uh, we also belong to the uh, uh, the Joint Veterans Committee, which consists of five, six, six or seven different military organizations: Marine Corps mm-hmm. League, the DAV, American Legion, etc. Mm-hmm. In twenty year twenty twelve, uh, I was selected as their Veteran of the Year, which was a very nice award. recognition and I appreciate it very much oh absolutely Tony congratulations that's that's amazing thank you for your contribution it's just it's inspiring it really is okay Um, Tony I I would like you to begin by explaining how Marines Helping Marines is very very different from other charities that support our wounded warriors? Well, I like to, we consider ourselves a hospital-oriented program primarily, and I I like to say the first responders. We're actually one of the first organizations to see the guys when they come in. And uh, how, how do we differ from the other organizations? I would say the biggest thing is the, the percent of contributions that we get that goes to the program. Like say, our number is 98%. That's, that's of, of all the money that we've received goes right back into the program. Um, Tony, that's ab- absolutely phenomenal. I mean, that I, I don't know of any other organization that can make that claim. That's, uh, I, I think it goes a lot to the support of the volunteer organization that you guys donate not only your time, but um, your resources. Oh, yes, and, and, our, and our MCASH, too. Uh, we've, uh, we've all made contributions. Uh, sometimes uh, we get a call saying, hey, I need something at the hospital here, and you got to go to the store, buy it, and give it to them on the way in, and that's it. You know, that's um, how you do it. Yeah. That that is really wonderful. So when when we make a donation to the Marines Helping Marines program, we know that ninety eight percent of that money is going to go directly to our Marines and corpsmen. Yes, ma'am. Oh, there are no paid people on our program. Period. That's that's, that's, that's phenomenal. Given. That's that's really remarkable. Truly, truly remarkable. So I understand that Marines Helping Marines has a 501c3 status with the yes, IRS. Ma'am, that's correct. We are considered by the IRS a charitable organization, and therefore uh, any and all contributions, uh, either physical or cash, are dedu- well. We should say may be deductible too, because we don't know each individual's tax status, but they are they are uh, 100% deductible items. Okay, okay, good. 
And then, so when when the donations that come in, I, I know you've mentioned it before, but if you would just kind of recap, what are what are some of the things that the donations are used for? Well, the biggest thing they're used for these days are the, uh, of course, the fishing trip, the the cookouts, the purchase of uh, duffel bags like we did, and also just very releasing. I had to, I purchased some. Marine Corps flags, uh, little ones that they hang on each door and, and huge three by five ones that they give to each of the wounded Marines and we purchase those things. And the other hospitals do the same thing and you know, I can't speak exactly what they do, but I'm sure it's the same, same thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Tony, that's... If some of the people have, we've had some pizza parties sometimes that we give, so. And it's the cash, that's where we need the cash on. Now we are and, we are a little cash poor, so we could we, it's a lot more we could do if we had more cash. But we don't advertise for donations like like the Wounded Warrior Organization does on TV. We we don't spend mm-hmm. that money. Uh, so that that big corporations that. don't seem to want to support us that much. But for whatever reasons, maybe they just. Then you get the word on the program. That's a possibility. That, 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 may, be, that may be it completely. So we ha- need to get the word out there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we mentioned that Marines Helping Marines was established during the Afghanistan and Iraq conflicts. And as our number of troops have diminished, how has that affected the Marines Helping Marines program? Well, like I say... The impact on us, if we noticed right off the bat, was the donations slowed down tremendously. <laughs> they, okay. They said, oh, okay. They don't have that. we're not fighting over there anymore. They don't need any more money. Well, that's not true. We still mm-hmm. have all these outpatients, these boys over there trying to learn to walk with one artificial leg or no artificial. We have this one guy over there. He's a quadruple amputee. Doesn't mm-hmm. have any limbs. And, and oh, wow. These guys need care and their families. So we still need the money, and I emphasize the term money because, you know, there's, there's things early on in the program, we were able to get uh, donations of clothing and things like that, but it had to be brand new. It had, could not be any used stuff because the hospital just would not accept them. Okay. And, but now since the number of actual wounded people are way down, uh, we don't need that stuff. Okay. Again, the best way would be to send a check to the Marines Helping Marine Program to the address that's in there. I'll, I'll mention it here. It's 512 Thornton Court, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And the zip code, if I can find it here somewhere. Two nine five seven nine two nine five 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 seven nine. I guess that's it. Yep, that's it. You're right. Or if you want to, you can send a check to me in my home. It's thirty four oh four Medina Lane, here in good old Bowie, Maryland. Two oh seven one five. Oh. 
Thank you, Tony. So if what if an organization wants to support a fundraiser for Marines Helping Marines? How would they go about doing that? Well, we any way they want to. Uh, they don't have to ask permission. Okay. They don't, and we don't. Uh, I've, I've gone to many fundraisers that other people have formed, and just invite me up to them, and, and, which is okay. I, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit. I'll talk a little bit about the program. Uh-huh. Uh, but when I do talk about the, the program, you know, it's one thing I've gotten a reputation for for ending all my conversations with two words. Send money. So <laughs> that's what I tell all these people. But yeah, people have run golf tournaments, uh, motorcycle runs, 5K runs. Uh, I don't know what all they do. There's a lot of them, but they, they do it and they send the money in. So Okay, okay. Well, I have. Um Two more questions before we we move into our break, Tony. Um, The first one is, uh, there's various categories available about gift donations. Can you tell us a little bit about that? About the gift donations? Uh Uh-huh. Well... I, I know that when I sent in for my son, it was an in memory of... Oh, yes, we have. I, I understand what you're saying now. Yeah, we have different categories of, of support. We in, in, And if you look on the our Marines Helping Marines website, there's a section in there that, that, that refers to how you can make a donation in memory of, and we'll be, your, your, your loved one will be posted... In the uh, in the program, okay, okay. And also, as part of that item in there is uh, is a section that our 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 our, our sponsors we call them sponsors. We got the platinum, silver, and gold levels depending on the dollar amount that that you contribute. Okay, and it can be an individual or an organization to be listed in there. Okay. Wonderful. Tony, thank you so much for joining us this evening and sharing about the Marines Helping Marines program and how we can not only help but make a difference. It has really been a pleasure to have you with us. Well, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to say one more time, send money. (laughs) Okay, Tony. Thank you. Message is received. And our time this week has come to a close, and I want to say in honor of all active service personnel and veterans, thank you for your service. And um, as you continue to walk your path of healing, I wish you well on your journey and leave you with this thought. You are your unique expression of the divine in this time and space. And as you travel your path, may love always fill your heart and light your way. I look forward to next week when we meet again and we will continue with our Moving Forward series. This is Dayton Ann Williams with my guest, Tony Beganwald, and you have been listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Blessings to you.
We are delighted you've chosen to join us this week on A Light for the Soul That Weeps. Next week, Dayton Ann Williams will return with another engaging program designed to help you move forward on your journey. Tune in next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And have a beautiful week. Thank you.